shit dildos mm-hmm. race war mm-hmm. race uh palestine mm-hmm. antipathy um Antip- ant- antipathy <laughs> is, it, is that how you say it? antipathy antipathy and 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 antipathy what what is that neil it means you don't care about something oh like so like antithetic and no apathetic yeah apathetic okay antipathy and i think they're related to something uh get me the fuck out of hell need no new friends <laughs> maybe that's part of the problem neil <laughs> <laughs> maybe we're the thing that's holding you back yeah uh we good to go we're good to go here we go if this gonna be that kind of party i'm gonna that. stick my dick in the mashed potatoes neil This is Bart Simpson, dude, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. Hey, everybody. Thanks wow. for uh, tuning in. <laughs> I don't know. Bill Tackett did a, he did a new drop. Bill Tackett's like Fatal Farm. He fucking drops a bunch of stuff all at once <laughs> after taking a long time. Um, uh, that's Inside Lasagna Cat is a reference. Uh, <laughs> He's a real Vic Burger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Bill Tackett gave us a bunch of ones. We get we got the station IDs and we're about we're getting ready to load all the other stuff for the new era of. Uh, we're, now we're in, a, in between era right now. First of all, I'm Jonah. Hi, Jonah. I'm Cash. Cash, nice to see you. You ha- you brought a friend. Who's this? This is Neil Mahoney. Featuring me, Featuring. Neil Mahoney. Neil Mahoney. I sound fantastic because I'm holding my microphone close to my face. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, what is that from? Who gave you that one? That was, that was oh, last okay. week, wasn't it? Huh? That was. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That, that you guys, you getting fresh sound drops is what you're getting. Yeah. So here's the thing, Bill. Bill, like, not try not to. I, I'm not saying that. Oh, leave Bill alone. Bill's great. Bill's great. He gave us a bunch, and he says started to feel like work. And he's right. I did put him to task, mm-hmm. and he did do a lot of work editing, ripping these, and editing these down. Yeah. But we can't thank him enough. We can't thank you know Dana Lechtenberg enough Mm-mm. for uh, doing artwork for us all over the years, and then uh, not all of the years, all over the years. Yeah. All oh, that, well, that was a that's a pretty good description of how often we put out a podcast for a while. Was that's a all good, over the good years. Point. Bill Tackett's worried. Because he said, if anything, Max Funyears gave him for sure an episode every week. Well, I think oh, yeah. I think we're still committed to that. We're uh, still committed to the listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I should have done my own joke. I'm, we're still committed to the listener. Uh, <laughs> um, I think the reason we, we keep going back to listener is we keep giving our listeners jobs so they're part of the show now. So, yes, we only have one listener. There are 50 <laughs> people that listen to the podcast, but yeah, yeah. apparently it's part of their yeah, work now. John Ether yeah. is the only one. Yeah. Ether John. Ether John. He sent an email, I think. He did send an email. He sent a, he sent a couple of emails. I've I've been meaning to to reach out to him. He he explained the uh the the how to pronounce his name. It's a it's a sound guy thing. Uh I I find it uh, I find it great that we are attracting sound guy listeners because that means our 
our content is really shining through because I'm sure any sound guy listening to it is like, oh, they're doing seven things wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. We're just a we're, we're like a shitty indie movie yeah. that uh, Martin Scorsese watches in his apartment. <laughs> And these guys are just going, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. That one thing they accidentally got right. Uh, well, this is Jonah Radio. We mm-hmm. are hanging out on a beautiful South Pasadena afternoon mm-hmm. on a Thursday. We are recording this way late in the uh, week, but I, found, I, I thought it would only be right to uh, just at first moment of leaving um, a network to fuck up and do an episode late in the week. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe Bill Tech gets right. It's, you know? it's like uh, getting a summer job. You're like, it's, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm, it's not school. Like, I don't have to be there every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's summer, man. I remember the first time I had, like, I was like, I mean, I don't even, because I worked at, like, jobs where I started late, but mm. there was, like, rare that I was, like, I was writing on this cartoon called Super News, and we had, you know, windows in the office, which was nice, and <laughs> rare in comedy writing. Yeah. Oh, very rare. Um, and uh, I remember, like, you know, I'd get in at nine. And then I remember when the, the time change happened. I hate the time change. I don't like it getting dark early. Um, the time change happened. And I remember being in the office and going like, what are we doing? It's dark outside. Why are we still at work? And everyone looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> Did you not? The sun has fallen. Why must we toil? Does, why not do time change? No, we don't do time change. Oh, I, I didn't realize So that. sometimes, like right now, Hawaii is three hours behind. Um, because we but sprung two forward. weeks ago, it was two? it was two hours behind. Oh wow! Arizona also, and yeah. every state was given the opportunity to bail on it. Yeah. Arizona and Hawaii did it, and I yeah. think Indiana. Uh, it's the one right above Oklahoma. I think it's Oklahoma. Oklahoma doesn't yeah. do it. I think Oklahoma. Um, but yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's dumb. I think uh, I think mostly robots um, uh, farm these days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, also, uh, I mean, I love food. Don't get me wrong. I love food that's grown. Mm -hmm. Sure. But like, it's like, you know, a lot of, a lot of the people that are, uh, using this time change thing are just growing corn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or getting paid to not grow corn. Well, that's, it's the heart of America. I don't, I I have no idea who it benefits anymore. I, I I don't think, I really don't think it matters. I think it's, it's. Literally, just it, 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 it's it was supposed to save on energy, but we were so much more energy I think, efficient. I think yeah. it fucks the energy of every lazy person yeah. up when that yeah. fucking time change happens. Oh man, just just today, just driving around, it was like if it, it, it felt warmer, even though it was it it, it just I was like, either, like I stopped by uh, the Griffin's of Kinsale pub, and like a lady was like, uh, she was like, she was like, it seems like just everybody's out today. And I was like, it's that time change, yeah. Uh, oh, the other thing that happened as the time change, I don't know if you guys have seen much of this, but have you seen this crazy butterfly migration? Oh, it's oh, been yeah. great. Yeah, it's, and it is, you know, for a town that doesn't have seasons, I feel like it. this is the first day of spring for so many people. Mm-hmm. Like you go on Twitter and people are actively trying to be depressed and they can't because... Yeah. A fucking flock of butterflies just flew by them and Non-stop. That, pu- that puts you in a good mood. There's nothing you can do about it's it. It's over the entire fucking state. Yeah. Um, it's billions of butterflies. Mm-hmm. And not, I'm not saying there's just like a cloud of butterflies. It's not like that. But yeah. it's like constant butterflies are just fluttering by constantly. Yeah. yeah. Consistently. Yeah. I've been sitting on my porch and just going like kind of where, where I used to like just stare at the moon or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll just sit there and it's just like 
Okay. Here comes another wave. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, and it's like so many. Five flying by you at once. Painted Every ladies, I think. Oh. Painted ladies. No, more. Well, you're right in a like sort of a canyon, so I feel like the wind yeah. would blow them through there. Yeah, and they they come directly at my house, like they come straight at me, and then go up over the roof. Oh, really? Maybe because like the water behind He's me or whatever. You. But uh, like, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty. It was a weird feeling. Well, the like, show became old. Thanks everybody <laughs> for watching. It's taken uh, seven years or so for us to <laughs> finally hear. Three older gentlemen talking about butterflies and how it made them not so sad. <laughs> We're going to take a break with a song right now. The Apollo Ghosts, one of my favorite bands, are going on tour. They're reuniting and going on tour. They uh, wanted us to let uh, they wanted they wanted us to let you guys know to go and check them out. They're doing some shows Pacific Northwest, I think, over a little more east too. Um, uh, but Apollo Ghosts were a great band that uh, Matt Dwyer got me into, and then they broke up, and uh, the singer became Adrian Teacher in the subs, and now they're back. Apollo Ghosts, and so is this one of my favorite Apollo Ghost tracks. Uh, what what are your influences off the album Landmark? and you're listening to Jonah Radio. Wow. Yeah, wow. I know. The show has I mean, blown up since we wow. started playing that I, song. We, we've had some high-profile guests on, but I never thought I'd be accusing us of star fuckery. That's, we're, just, <laughs> we're just finding the most famous people that are in our phone books and calling them up and, and having them send in things. And it's a little mercenary of us, but I do feel like it's the right move. That's yeah, true. Especially post-1000th What the Fuck episode where they just clipped it up and did they what they clipped it up oh i didn't well, No, they just like you know they played clips from all the best oh best yeah well i guess that's the best of we've done that wtf before. is that that show that cites me as a fashion icon <laughs> no that's the that's the mark and tom show but what feed does it come from that comes from the what the fuck <laughs> okay so great so what the fuck with mark Marin, the hit podcast that's the one that cites me as a fashion icon i don't know if they was put that way specifically seems like it would have been. I feel like fashion, I should have. Like you, you set trends that others follow in the in the world of fashion. A guy who's maybe considered to be the hippest. Uh, yeah. Wow. The, so like the, maybe like, like out the way of everyone? you dress inspired a fifty year old man <laughs> to buy. <laughs> he was probably forty two at the time. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. 
<laughs> you inspired me to buy, buy snap front shirts. I have to say, I did oh, not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Way back in the day, you had a you had a snap front I'm shirt, and it was. Was that me saying I'm a princess? I'm a princess. <laughs> wow. I enunciate in that sound drop, I have to say. I'm a work? princess. Wait, well, hold on. We're both princesses? <laughs> um, I have no idea when this has happened. <laughs> I'm finally on the side of Neil. I guess I don't pay attention <laughs> to what happens. Uh, uh, but just in, just in case you guys are wondering what we're talking uh-huh. about, here's a quick little, uh, let's see. But somebody influenced you. It's everybody's just influenced by something at some point. Like I guess, everybody. like I know that my plaid shirt thing, I can track okay. specifically to Jonah Ray, and I don't think I told him that. Wow. That. But I think that. Hold on, Neil was talking about how I was doing something wrong and was literally doing the right thing. Uh, so I that's uh, fantastic because I'm holding my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Neil can't. Help but be so indignant (laughs) and so blatantly wrong. (laughs) Well, I think we need one more time. One more. This is this is is, is Mark Maron from Glow. Uh huh. (laughs) This is the Glow podcast. Yeah. This is Mark Maron from Lunar Lounge. You feel like you end up. Tom Sharpling. Everybody's just influenced by something at some point. For months. Like like, I know that my plaid shirt thing I can track specifically to Jonah Ray, and I don't think I told him that. He never did. I, he's he talking about me. you like you're dead. Like I don't he, think I ever he got a moved chance to tell him. He moved three miles away, and he's like, I don't think I ever got a chance to tell Jonah. Now that I won't run into him at uh, Gimme Gimme Records. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> um, yeah. I also, was, I, why would you tell that to anyone? I don't know. Do people come up to you and say like, "Hey, I started wearing this style of thing because of you"? Has that happened to you before? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's clear that it's a it's very apparent that I you know uh, brought a whole new aesthetic to the alternative comedy scene of Los Angeles. You really did. <laughs> you know, I used to show up to shows or a backpack and now uh brandon wardell wears one on stage i mean there's all these things that i may not be remembered for my jokes but uh <laughs> accessories accessories you yeah. got it yeah uh, they'll have cool. your memorial at the uh the fucking westlake mall <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have an open mic memorial for you yeah it's gonna be at the it's gonna be in the seating area at the cactus taqueria on Vine <laughs> in hollywood yeah They have they have expanded in the last couple of years, by the way. Well, there's they took over the the walk place. Yes, yeah, Uh, the the craziest Chinese place up by Vine. How great would have that would have been if they were there the whole time? Would have been a lot less walk. Well, not not for for me. It would have been terrible. (laughs) Jonah Jonah introduced me and I think Neil to the best taco stand in in L.A. You know, I'll be honest. 2002 ever, to 2005. I don't edition. even remember the tacos. All I ever got was the chicken burrito with avocado. Oh, yeah. And no rice. No rice. But now they're franchised all over Los Angeles. Franchised. I think it's the same people. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a cash one. We were listening to the song. We were talking about the screen time thing. And uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you have, but you have your phone open because you're driving all day. Yeah, I'm, I'm driving and I use a navigation uh, when, when I'm driving. But at the end of the day, it gives you, like, the update of, like, hey, of the... Uh, the 24 hours allotted the 24 in a day. 24 hours in, in, in today, you've used you've been on your phone. You have 16 or 17 hours of mm-hmm. screen time. Because all I, I, I 
use it. I'm not really looking at it while I drive it. And then I take a break and it's like, oh, let's see what's on Twitter or like, yeah. oh, let's read the book. So I use it for everything and it has recommended I get help for my media <laughs> addiction. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm in the red line. I mean, it's it's cool that they built that into the 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 app. Yeah, well, it's you know, it's it's it shows more uh, wherewithal than any pharmaceutical company ever has, yeah. or any other, or any um, thing with massive amounts of sugar or salt. Like yeah. it's like or, it's or, like or booze. TV doesn't do that. Yeah, TV yeah. There, there's nothing that. on the side of beer that says like how many have you had today. Yeah. yeah. Well, it says this it right is, there on the can. Oh. Seventy nine. Oh, what? No, that's. Oh, I get it. Hey, yeah. See, it's like those Canadian mm. cigarette packs that have like pictures, pictures of the of lung. like fucking diseased lungs. Yeah, I think that's in England too. Or yeah, it's just like black lungs or you know people without jaws and stuff like that. Doesn't stop you guys because you just see that camel. You're Americans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see that camel looking all cool, smoking a cigarette with that leather jacket and some glasses, and you're it like, makes fucking you hey. play pool better. It do. <laughs> That's what Joe Camel taught us. Is if you smoke a cigarette, you play pool better. And everybody knows the secret economy of Hollywood is playing pool. I remember seeing like when like Camel. Neil, I'm right here. No, yeah, you're not. You were. Was, you have it on your chest, Jesus and then you don't speak down into Christ. your chest. I was trying to do it silently. <laughs> like, Neil, we don't ask much of you. Just how about this, Neil? Scoot over to the side of the couch so your elbow can be up on the rest, and then it'll it'll just be there. You don't even have to try. I know that beautiful watch is weighing down your hand. It is a nice watch. Maybe if it wasn't on your, maybe if you don't use your left hand, maybe you use the non-watched hand. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, now you're hurt. That's the best way. That's I'm, the best uh, defense mechanism. Is being hurt? Yes. I wish I had learned that in seventh grade. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that's no, what, just and, cry. And I've said Don't it before, but stop trying to cry. Cry, yeah. and then it would. I would have had a different junior high experience, folks. If you'd like a different junior high experience, write in. We'll see what we can do. Mm, that's a good point. Um, Sorry, what? I diverted. <laughs> and this, these are the moments that I that when we would have a guest, mm-hmm. uh, and it would jump along yeah or the guest would go should i leave yeah no, guys. <laughs> you guys have no problem that's yeah. that's what we need for our next drop is just all of our guests when they've asked if yeah. they should leave yeah um so uh this is a this is something i wanted to do it's a where i was, I was thinking about um songs that you heard like so it's like you know for me i love punk mm-hmm. i love punk music and i am still a big i love what it what it what it says, I love what it's taught me, but also I, I, I don't like that it kept me from listening to a lot of great stuff because it wasn't punk. Right? Yes, it, uh, I think that happens to everyone in your youth where you find one thing that speaks to you and you're like, this is the only thing that's out there. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We've talked about that a lot about how we've all at m- moments in our lives kind of s- s- uh, seeked out our identities by defining ourselves by what we listen to mm-hmm. yes yeah exactly and and it uh it it is it is a great way to educate yourself where you're like okay i'm only going to listen to this this type of music it forces you to seek out everything in that particular genre and find out where their influences are and like it can it can be helpful in that in the same way that like if you get fascinated by a book or a particular style of something you you focus on that mm-hmm. but it also is kind of limiting at the end of the day. 
Yes. Yeah. And so I, I, I propose a question to the, the, the radio staff here at uh, Radio Industries. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what's that song that broke you out of, you know, the, the thing where you're just like, you kind of were like, whoa, this sounds, this sounds good. This is different from what I'm used to. Yes. And for me, the song was uh, Are You That Somebody by Aaliyah. Uh, which was, was on her, the what was the girl's name and what did she do to you? Uh, no, no, it was. Um, I was I was in a class that like uh, like had the radio on and I remember really liking the beat, but I didn't want to tell anybody. Oh, okay. Uh. I didn't want to tell anybody because it wasn't punk and like uh, it's just because the fucking beat to the song is so good. Wait, this might not be it. I'm seeing um, the one I pulled up might not. This is not it. Well, we all know the song. <laughs> fuck is this? Remix or something? No, it's Aaliyah Versailles? Versailles? Did you, is it, should we misspell it? Are you really me? No, what is that? It's ruining my whole thing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like that. I didn't like that at all. How could you do that? Have your name be Aaliyah and then make a fucking song that wasn't the thing? Anyway, I didn't see, I think it was, I can't remember if it was for... Dr. Doolittle or the Nutty Professor or mm-hmm. or Dr. Doolittle 2. Um, guys, I think the, clumps, the song maybe? is not... Is Aaliyah not on Apple Music? Well, the, I, I would imagine her... What, doesn't she have... A, Aaliyah who she passed, passed away. passed away, right? Yeah, she died in a also, also married to R. Kelly. No. Yeah. Really? They, yeah. no, they, they, they had a single or an album that they did together called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. Ooh. She was... Underage, Kookaboo. and uh, as great as Ignition Remix is, um, he can go fuck himself. Yep, he can get, lose all his money. Go for it. I fucking don't give a shit. You've canceled. I've canceled. I dragged him on the internet. Um, yeah, I'm not finding. I'm seeing her, but I'm not seeing the song. Um, you can probably find it on YouTube. Oh, that's true. I was just trying to, you know. Uh, anyway. We all know the song. Let me I cash. Don't, I don't know the song. Just a here here a a l i y a h. Okay. <laughs> Are you that somebody? Is that that? It, that's from Doctor Doolittle. Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, nineteen ninety-eight. Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, so it was ninety-eight. So I was uh, sixteen. I was actually just watching that movie like a week ago. Doctor Doolittle. Eddie, yeah, the Eddie. Murphy I was just watching Nutty Professor. That yeah, of course we're all talking about the Eddie Murphy versions. What there's yes. there's also not Eddie Murphy versions of all of those. Yeah, yeah, the Jerry Springer version. All right, what is this fucking video? Official vinyl video. It's Rhino Records just has someone putting on the vinyl version of a thing. It's a YouTube video of that. Anyway, right. this is the song. I think Timbaland. What? Yeah, Timbaland did the beat. Say what? Dirty South. Uh, here we go. Can y'all really feel me, baby girl? East Coast feel me. West Coast feel me. Can you feel us? Dirty South. Dirty, dirty. It's just like something about like I was like, oh, huh. That's so dumb, the song. Yeah, and it sounds. I mean, the same period where he's doing all that CLO stuff. Yeah. West Coast feel me. And that was the thing. The weird little rattle sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a. There's like a baby. a baby in it, yeah. 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 Uh, I heard uh, some other podcast did about who 
who's that baby? That, and they figured out like where it was from. Wow. And wow. It was like a 50 year old sound effect. Yeah. The Wilhelm scream of baby. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I that's the song where I was like embarrassed to tell my friends I liked it because it wasn't punk. Yeah, it wasn't and, punk. Uh, it just made me start listening to uh, accepting more hip hop and R and B, and kind of uh, start to expand things and just kind of taking it easy on the old and the old punk rock ethos thing. <laughs> Uh, but uh, that's mine. What uh, uh, what's yours, Cash? My mine is actually kind of earlier because I was a uh, dork as far as music is concerned. Like I was into like classic rock. Oh, <clears throat> sorry, hold on. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so I listened to a lot of the stuff that my dad had around, which was fine. It's good music. I still like it, but. The first, it, it, it when you asked the question, I was like, "Oh, this is a um, the 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 first time I remember hearing music that sounded like somebody I knew made it, mm, yes, and made a song that was for me." And I remember finding this album. They were a local punk band that I had heard of, and. Being able to go past like out of Santa Cruz, California, Santa Cruz, California on Home Sessions, of the Lost Boys. Sessions Records um, is a, is a band called Fury Sixty Six, and I had heard of the band, and then I got their album, and I listened to it, and it it sounded like old people that knew what I was going through. Now I look at it and I was like, oh, they're fucking eighteen. I yeah, was, <laughs> I was fifteen when this came out. But there's this song called Nothing Is Cool that's all about the idea of being cool, and the tells a weird story of this guy who um, is in every scene. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's a reggae guy, he's a punk rock guy and stuff like that. And just hearing that and like questioning the idea of like scenes and what it means and what, wh- who are, what are people doing that are to be cool? And what are the people that are doing that are into stuff like that? And that you can, call somebody an asshole for being cool, I guess is kind of what it, what it is. And, yeah. and it, it was revelatory to me. Well, here's the song. So far, pretty standard very punk Very standard stuff. punk rock. Yeah. That's very or, uh, Bay Area yes. sounding production, Fat Records. And these guys, this was also like the... The band from punk rock band from Santa Cruz in 1995. Who was it after that? Was it No Use for a Name? Huh? No Use for a Name was from San Jose. Oh. Um, what, uh, how'd you do it? It was so the church, actually. What? Um, Record scratch. Not so much uh, at church, but uh, there were kids that got dragged to church that were punk rock kids. Uh, and they started, they had their own band, one uh, called Diversion, uh, actually named named after, I think one, of, Diversion is the, if you are like a nurse or a doctor who gets addicted to drugs, they put you in something called Diversion. It's a different way of getting sober because you're like, hey, we're going to have to trust, trust you with drugs. Yeah. And I think one of their moms was a nurse and got sent to Diversion, so they named okay. their punk rock band after it. Yeah. Um, like Nurse Jackie. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the that's the band and the song that you're like you're like hold on well but they so they got forced to go to church 
they were in this punk rock band. I went to their punk rock shows and their older brother played drums and he was a big Fury 66 fan. Okay. And this this was like the they first end up getting on like a larger label. Well, Sessions was I mean Sessions is the skate yeah. uh, skateboard company and then I think they had a label and I think maybe they ended up on Epitaph or something like that. Yeah. When I was looking at it today, this is in their 95 album and then they have two albums in 2001. Oh wow. Um but and that and that's kind of it. But this was sort of the first I'd ever heard of people from my town like the recorded punk rock that I had had seen and I was I listened to this album over and over and again. And you're like what else is out there? Like what this? else? Yeah, and it, it it expanded my mind and like what else out there sounds exactly like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. And there was a, there was a lot of that. But that's yeah. that's what it is in like a weird punk yeah. rock scene. Yeah. Um, that's really beautiful. And yeah, so I I I I connected with sort of the content and then it it definitely made me the other, the other one, if I, we can mention our runners-up, was going to be a uh, Slater-Kinney song because I did not f- really discover them until I was in my mid-30s. Which one? Um, I think it was, oh, really? Oh, got yeah, me, that's from 2001's One Beat. But that, 2002. that was the one that got me hooked, but the, the one that's that really song. made me expand was uh, Number One Must Have, the the song that's basically like... Uh, the, the, Calls out sexual assault in the um, music industry. Interesting. And I and I I connected with that song because I was just like, oh, I've been. There's so many songs about love and stuff like this, but like I can connect to the lyrics on this one of like, this is music. This is in the best way, like um, music as uh, protest a little bit. Yeah. Uh, or or like, I can connect to the lyrics so much on this song, and then I expanded it to the rest of their catalog and. There's some really fucking deep songs and really weird uh, expressions. But it was one of the things where it was, that was a band that I discovered in 2014 that put out their first album in like, or put out, Put out that album in like 2001 or something. Like uh, one that. beat came out 2002. Yeah. 2002. Yeah, I was but, a big fan of theirs. From uh, Hot Rock was the first one I got into. Yeah. The Hot Rock. And I, and I it, it's one of those things I had heard about for years and years and then never took the dive and then it's something about the right time and the right band and it it will you will allow yourself to to find things in it that's true neil, neil. oh uh i were you surprised no i was just kind of zoning out yeah i get that uh <laughs> the uh the song i picked. when someone gets too sincere for too long neil oh boy yeah. checks out he tries yeah, to cut away and then he realizes he's not yeah. at work yeah <laughs> uh I picked uh, the the Mary J. Blige and uh, Method Man collaboration from uh, Method Man's album to Cal. Uh, and what of it is? Uh, it was uh, like I, I grew up a you know the white kid in a kind of stop that please rural. No one can hear that. No, but uh, it's, it's I can and it's irritating. Yeah, it's like it's sta- so fidgety. Yeah, and it's yeah. like Put, it's in your leg is shaking. Can you, can you please put your knife away? That was not a drop. That was me asking you to put your knife away. I I need to say it differently every time so people know it's not a drop. Neil, please put your knife away. Well, one of them is just speaking to the mic for the thing we're recording. Anyway, yeah, I grew up, you know, white kid in rural area of Massachusetts. And uh, I always kind of figured that like hip hop was like not my lane, uh, just because like it seemed like kind of 
Back when I was nothing, you made a brother feel The people I knew that were into it, it seemed like a bit of a posture. Like a mm-hmm. bit yeah, of a... Yeah. You're just adopting some sort of character because you don't know anything about what this music is about. Yeah, like I you, felt that way about a lot of kids that I that listen to Snoop Dogg. And, yeah, you know, I got like, into Tupac. I was like, just like, I was like why, do you, why are you talking like that all of a sudden? You don't smoke weed. You can't drive cars. Like, yeah, yeah, you've never been late. Like, why are you adopting this persona of someone who's like into this scene or whatever? And uh, and then uh, uh, there was like one summer where like because uh, I had like my normal friends and then there were summer kids who had only spent summers where I grew up and then uh, and a lot of those kids grew up like in Washington D.C. or New York City or wherever and uh, they were into like Wu-Tang and stuff and then I was like alright well that makes sense because they're from the city and then uh, uh, when this record came out I was like alright that's just kind of like a ballad it's like kind of like Frank Sinatra or something <laughs> like it's just like a sweet song that uh you know a guy's singing about his lady or whatever and uh yeah that was like neil they call it <clears throat> rapping yeah i know and the kids go crazy for it <laughs> <laughs> and then like that was like right around when i was like 16 and i first had a car or could drive a car and listen oh, you you owned several before that yeah, I owned. I was an auto trader. Yeah, I was, uh, I was buying and selling cars a lot, but now I could finally drive one. But uh, I was driving around and listening to my own tapes, you know, in the in the in the car, and that was like a big one for me when I was driving around because, like, when I was driving with my friends, we would listen to Quicksand and punk rock and whatever. But uh, that was like my tape that I yeah. I yeah. listened to. <laughs> that was your thing. Yeah. And then I got to interview him years later on a, a program called CDUSA. And, uh, Compact Disc USA. Yes. yes. <laughs> Compact, Compact Disc United, United States, States of America. America. Yeah. <laughs> Which they, that was, the, the, it, it was a knockoff of a British show called CDUK. Uh, which was a knockoff of Top of the Pops. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and then they brought it to America. And at the time, it was like 2005 or something. They're like, okay, it's CDUSA. We're going to say that it stands for complete download. <laughs> 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 I was like, <laughs> but like the branding was all the same or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I got to interview him and uh, uh, I was so excited because I was like, I knew so much about Method Man. I was like, he's super into comic books and all this stuff. And then I basically like compiled an entire like two page list of every nickname he had ever referred to himself as. Oh, funny. <laughs> and then I slipped in fake ones to see if he could catch them. <laughs> <laughs> I just had him read this list, and he was like going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the entire time, he, like, the, the, the dispensaries were just kind of popping up, mm-hmm. and he had this enormous lollipop that he was sucking on, and I got to see in real time, like, throughout, like, 15 minutes how fucked up he got off of this lollipop <laughs> where like he was like had a lollipop in his mouth and then the stick fell out of the lollipop and he just had like the the sucker in his mouth and then he just took the sucker out of his mouth oh, <laughs> it was just like holding it and then trying to read this thing that i printed out for him and he's just like kind of losing his like patience and yeah. like attention span and I'm, like kind of looking up at me like are we, are we done what yeah. am i doing <laughs> what am I doing? And then, uh, that's awesome yeah, it was cool. But yeah, that was uh that was my that was my permission slip to get into hip hop. Nice. Uh yeah. well what are what are yours? This is what they call 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 it's to called, action. Call to action, that's very what, cool. what are yours? Call what are, what's duty. the songs like no, to act. tweet at us at Jonah Radio and, and then we'll we'll talk about them next week. Um but tell us about the uh 
Uh, my first new thing. My, yeah, the 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 breakaway, the breakaway yeah. wonder. Uh, but uh, for now, we're gonna uh, uh, break for a song. Uh, London, UK's very own Wolf Girl uh, with their song "Every Now and Then." This is a submitted song. And we are happy to get those when we do. Uh, so, and then when we come back, we're getting some of that tasty music news, everybody. So, please stay tuned for that. Don't stop driving if you're at your destination. Just please <laughs> keep on circling around and then uh, and come back and listen to some music Ooh. news. And you're listening to Jonah Radio.
fucking say no. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Hello, this is Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> To Joe in the radio. Hey, all right. So that was That's Wolf Girl. That was Wolf Holy Girl. Shit. <laughs> London, UK, a place I hope to one day make my home. Uh, <laughs> at least partially. Uh, Do you? Can you just switch sides like that on the Revolutionary War? I know it's over, but could you like? Delaney did it. Yeah. Rob Delaney went. I can't. I already got the tattoo. Oh, the America tattoo. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, technically, if we're talking tattoos, I could go to Antarctica, South Africa, and of course, Japan. Is that everywhere Godzilla's been? No, I have because I have the uh, I have the South oh, African penguin. jackass penguin. Okay. I, w- I would love it if I go to a penguin exhibit and it's just a bunch of penguins waddling around and then you covered in a white cloth with the top of your penguin tattoo exposed trying to fit. I would just have I would have a green screen draped <laughs> yeah, around me yeah. with just the, and yeah. then people could just with their eyes. What was um, that uh, the, uh, Frank Black in the Catholics or Yeah. Yeah, that song about Los Angeles. Yeah. That was like a big South Patagonia. I want to live in Los Angeles. Not the one in South California. I want to live in the one in South Patagonia. Yeah. Uh, well, they got penguins there. Is all I'm saying. They just they have penguins there. Um, this is a good time in the show mm-hmm. where we like to just dig deep mm-hmm. on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. We get, Digging we have deep into what? Hot scoops in a segment we call music news. Ah, uh, yes, it's that time for music news. That time of the week again. Boy, oh boy, what it's a that delight. time of the month. It's that time of the week. It's that time of the week. It's um, that time of day where we are quickly approaching Lavender Hour. Mm-hmm. It is, it is nice. It's very, beautiful. Very this nice. time change has been miraculous. Guys. The butterflies. What? History Channel. Mm-hmm. You know, the as some people jokingly refer to it as the Hitler Channel. Oh, right? yeah. So mostly they, about World War II. They do a lot uh, But the History Channel, green lights. That means, just for people who aren't in showbiz, mm-hmm. that means they picked it up. Showbiz um, is that like they picked showbiz up, is like the they, thing that like, they like uh, hold you, it over their heads. Is this like a ceremonial thing? Is like showbiz? They, they they go and they pick up the show. They pick it up like it was it on the ground. A, this is green lights. Uh huh. Green, green lights. That's a showbiz term. Uh huh. Anyway, but like show, project green light. Show business. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah the, show business. Okay, show yeah, business. Yeah. The got Matt, got the, the, the Matt Damon. Yeah. Here's got something got I learned got from got the Nick Frost autobiography. Rap, like it's like that's a rap, is an acronym. For uh, wind reel um, and print. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that neat? That's a wrap. Yeah. That's a uh, wind it, wind that yeah, reel and print cause, it. Because that, that is the like, that's a wrap hand gesture. I know we're doing on a podcast, but that's the hand gesture. And that is sort of like wind, wind it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Wind I always it. thought of like wrap it up, like put it away. I wonder though. Yeah. Maybe this came before that. Could be. Well, it's like the uh, MOS. The, martini, the, the, the MOS is Tones. Yeah. It's, it's an abbreviation based on somebody saying something in a German accent in English. No, mm-hmm. no. It was, it's the German. Oh, it's German, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mit out sund. Uh, and then there's the martini shot, mm-hmm. which is the last shot of the day. Because everyone's going to have a martini, I guess, afterwards. Well, you start shaking the martini, so after the, the shot, you can just Woo! pour and drink. Uh, and then, then there's the, the Abbey, Abbey, Abbey Singer, Singer. Yeah. which is the second to last shot, because it's named after a cinematographer 
who I guess would like maybe phone it in for the last. <laughs> no, no, no. It was always that he would say, "Okay, we're on the last shot. We're on the last shot. We're on the martini." He'd let he'd let them call the martini, and then he'd go, "You know what? One more." And so now they call oh, it. Okay. We're on the Abbey Singer. Oh, got it. Yeah, there's a plaque. History Channel green light. <laughs> okay, and we we have veered into old men telling stories yeah. territory. History Channel green lights a new UFO show. From Tom DeLong, Blink-182, oh oh Angels and Airwaves, and also Blink. To Tom DeLong. Wait, which version of Blink? The, uh, the, the non-Canadian one, I think. The 182nd? Yes. Yes, yes because yes. they were called Blink, then they had to change their name to Blink-182. And then he, uh, and then he started his own, another band called Angels and Airwaves. I'm surprised either of you remember this as it was talked about on our podcast. Yes. Yeah, I don't pay Was attention. it? I think we talked about Oh, yes, maybe a bit. Yeah. So Tom DeLonge is a fan of Aliens here at Spin.com. Uh, I mean, Jonah Radio. Jonah Radio. Is- <laughs> We've spent years documenting the form of Blink-182 singers' long-held fascination with UFOs um, and related clandestine government ops, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But either way. Clandestine. Th- clandestine. Yeah. Desaparecidos. Desaparecidos. Uh, it's going to be called Unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigation. Uh, the, the series will expose new evidence on UFOs. <laughs> Third tier cable channels doing the heavy drops. Um, features former government officials disclosing new information in an effort oh, to change government man. policy about potential threats UFOs pose to U.S. national security. I love how it's still, we're still like, we're talking about UFOs. We're talking about beings from another planet. Mm-hmm. And people go, but, but what about the U.S.'s security? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll build a wall above the fucking nation. Build a dome. Build yeah. a dome. That's going to be. <laughs> build that <laughs> dome. That's what Trump should do. 2020. Yeah. We're going to build that dome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's like a new Flat Earther documentary on Netflix that people have been watching. And there's like a rift among the flat earthers of whether or not there's a dome over the fucking oh world. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's like, they're worried about the made up shit, but they agree on like the sec, this first level of made up shit. Yeah. <laughs> and like they're arguing about like the second tier of their fucking paranoia. Ugh. Well, it's like when the bishops get together with the Pope. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. And yeah. I'm glad but I'm glad that the, the nation's security is being put into the hands of Tom DeLong. Put your knife away. All right, guys, next up on the old music news block, um Andrew Ridgely to publish a wham memoir. And if you're thinking to yourself, what, some random guy is gonna publish a, a <laughs> memoir about wham? No. Andrew Ridgely is the other guy. <laughs> the other guy finally <laughs> it's time to reshine. He's the he's the uh 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 Oh, I can't even think of his He's the oats of yeah. <laughs> Wham. And this is how they write it. George Michael's Wham bandmate, Andrew Ridgely. It's yeah. <laughs> so terrible. Well, he will publish a memoir uh, entitled Wham, I'm George still, and Me. I uh, shouldn't laugh. I'm still only featured on this show. That's yeah. a good point. We thought it was funny. You thought it was funny. I came up with the bit. Yeah. Uh, they made a broke. Uh, they made and broke iconic records. They were treated like gods, but they stayed true to their friendship and ultimately themselves. Andrew's memoir covers a wonderful detail of those years up until that last iconic concert. The scrapes, the laughs, the relationships, the good and the bad. Were they uh, involved romantically or were they just... I like, don't think I don't so. Um, well, Wham! formed in 1981 after Ridgely and Michael, great schoolmates in England. Um, I like how <laughs> Spin tries to throw in as many like... Britishisms as they can. Oh, they were boy. mates. Ah, uh, we were just mates. Um, they, uh, they were uh, they, their uh, short-lived band. Uh, it was a, it was a ska band. 
And really? then they, that band split and then they made Wham. So that's look out for that coming out soon, huh? That'll be good. He's it'll get on his uh his groundwork laid for the next Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh man, oh, the George Michael story? Yeah. Who do you think that who who plays that? John Hamm? Who plays George Michael? Well, it's got to be um, Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. That's a great joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> that's I, a great joke. I so rarely do well at stand-up shows now that I have to like ask my friends if just to reassure me. Um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony is coming up at the end of the month at the Barclays Center. Of course, I don't think there's ever been a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because no. who would want to go they, to Cleveland? Yeah, no, they can't get anybody to go to Cleveland. That's it's sad. Yeah. yeah. What time of year is great in Cleveland? Like yeah. it, it just for the sheer thing of like, hey, we're going to introduce you to this Hall of Fame that nobody gets to go to, and you. It's in Cleveland, so you have to come to Cleveland. And Cleveland has like it's a cool looking city, and there's a lot of cool stuff there. Yeah, but and, uh, and it's it's also like the ultimate sign of like a tour. What touring rock and roller hasn't been to Cleveland? Yeah, is, is Cleveland where the Fonz statue is? No, that's Milwaukee. All oh, right. Yeah. Oh. Um, you think maybe some bands would go to Milwaukee, but won't go to? You Cleveland? know, I I just uh, um, I I follow Lars, Lars Ulrich from Metallica on Instagram. As Whoa. I do with all the members of Metallica, uh, I like to keep up. And Current also, and former? Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, I follow Dave Mustaine <laughs> for all of my flat earther <laughs> conspiracy theories and Sandy Hook denial. He's one of those guys? Oh, jeez. Yeah, he, he went real in on the Sandy Hook uh, denial stuff. Oh, um, uh, there's, I, saw, I, for, I didn't bring, this isn't on the music news docket, but I did see him talk about, I think John Worcester posted about it where it's like he's finally going to use on this next Megadeth album uh, Dave Mustaine is going to use uh, a wah-wah pedal and, and his quote was like I've stayed away from it for obvious reasons <laughs> 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 because that's fucking that's Kirk Hammett like he was yeah, so yeah. good at it and like I think he was just like well that's his thing that's yeah. how he solos <laughs> but it also it was also Cliff Burton's thing yeah if you listen like also, real closely to like a lot of Cl- Cliff Burton's thing no one wants a wah-wah pedal. <laughs> like, uh, I know. Pretty cool when Cliff Burton did it. Yeah, when he did it. <laughs> well, yeah, I, spar- I feel, it's like a China symbol, Neil. I feel, sparingly. I feel yeah. like you're still in math rock land. You haven't had your... I you, don't know. I mean, I think... the, the you, What? The ba- battles must use a wah-wah pedal. They have... They have a bazillion fucking gadgets. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but uh, like the last time I was like, that's pretty cool sounding music. And it's clearly a wow wow pedal was like Rage Against the Machine. Wow yeah. wow chicka wow wow chicka chicka chicka. Um, here's some of the list of the uh, inductees that we went over on a previous episode, but um, these are people who are inducted. All right, we'll Ra- lightning round. We thumbs up, thumbs down. If we approve or if we Radiohead will be inducted by David Byrne. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of a cool mix of people. Yeah, I think that's a cool mix. I think yeah, I, they yeah. should be. They've yeah. they changed a lot of stuff. I'm I'm not a fan personally, but uh, you know, they I think they should be in there. The Cure by Trent Reznor. That's a cool mix too. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I don't like the Cure that. You much. don't like the Cure? No, fuck no. And they have such babysitter catchy music. songs. Your Babys- babysitter music. Your babysitter music. Your yeah, babysitter you music. Never, you I just struck drama for a living. Right. Janelle uh, Monae will induct Janet Jackson. 
Yeah. That's cool. Harry Styles has been assigned to Stevie Nicks. So that's a weird way to what put that. Spin.com. <laughs> Harry Styles is like, it's like Harry has Styles been is going to sign. It's like someone's got to take care of Stevie. I don't know. Get the fucking Jonas brother or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and also there wasn't like a, like a, like a, a strong female performer. <laughs> yeah. That could have like related a little bit more than the fucking dude from what? What's there's, it called? Harry Styles. But no, he's from a boy band, a British uh, boy band. Fifth Dimension? Oh, One Direction. One Direction. <laughs> yeah. Fifth Dimension did like Cinnamon Girl or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was yeah, Fifth Dimension and the Candy Cane Brigade or something. Uh, Duran Duran's John Taylor and Simon Le Bon uh, to Roxy Music. The Bangles, Susanna Hoffs to The Zombies. All right. That's cool. Yeah, that's oh, cool. the zombies are getting in. James yeah. Atkinson. Yeah. yeah. And um, James Atkinson's dad. We, we, Brian we, May is going to induct Def Leppard. Brian May, Def Leppard. Yes. Yes. His speech will say, I know what it's like to essentially lose a limb. <laughs> <laughs> I lost Freddie Mercury. <laughs> and I haven't been doing much since. Yeah. I might be Doctor one of the most chemistry. inventive and greatest guitar players in the world. <laughs> but when you're associated with the best frontman of all time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. You might not. You might just be Brian May. I'm just not hot on Queen after the Oscars. No. Don't not blame I, the band for well, the fucking not that I singers. Give a shit about Oscars or movies or anything, but it's just like it won for fucking editing, and it was like oh, did, the editing was not so. Did good. you see? It's, it was the, bad overall as like a story structure, and it was extra bad that it even got nominated because it's just a fucking music video. Did so you like, see the uh, somebody recut the acceptance speech for best editor in the style of? Oh, that like oh no. so uh, in the style of Bohemian Rhapsody. So it's like overcutty, and there's like p- weird digital punch-ins on people that don't really belong in it. <laughs> and they did did it to the whole speech, and there's like jumps in the speech and stuff like that. It's really funny. Well, that yeah. like maybe everyone maybe it was so badly directed that like yeah, it's that, like everyone's like we know like a lot of insiders were like we know what he put up with. Yeah, and and yeah, the I get the idea of like. We like this movie was basically done without a director or with with uh, it was just two directors. Yeah, but it, Captain Marvel, two directors, two editors. Really? Yeah, a lot of movies have two editors. Yeah, yeah. But but it 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 speaks to like a guy, a, somebody who had to sit down and like f- the editor had to sit down and figure. Guys, out. this is Jonah Radio, uh, not Jonah on cinema. Nailed it. Um. K-pop sensations BTS are going to be on Saturday Night Live. Have you? Uh, so, have you guys ever heard any BTS? No, no, I haven't either. Is it in Korean? I don't know. I, is is this is this the what first does BTS time BTS that... stand for? Is it behind torture skill? It's behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know. I don't know if it stands for something in Korean. I don't know anything about it. But it... boys, Twilby. <laughs> soys, you trying to boys twill be soys. It's a they're soy boys, soy boy. Oh, but that's oh. big in Korea. They love tofu. Um, all right, here's a uh, much more in America. Here's some BTS. Let's see. Let's just jump ahead in this uh, thing. It's from the song "Not Today." Nope, it's still it's a minute in and it's still in the intro for the video. Let's well, skip that ahead. means they're huge. Yeah, pretty much. Sounds like this is a mix of yeah. English and Korean. Yeah. I was, because I was wondering, is this the first time somebody will have performed on SNL in a different language? Unless, like, 
Jose Feliciano did it. Maybe Los Lobos yeah, I'm did sure it with. Like, um, maybe Geraldo did it. Yeah, there were so many Latin pop stars. Yeah. Uh, or Puerto Rican pop yeah. stars probably did some Spanish. But, but that video that we were just playing off of uh, came out February 19th, 2017. It has 306 million views. Okay, cool. So just mo- all of them, exactly all of America. Yeah. Everybody in America. So maybe, I mean, who knows what will happen. Uh, also, came, coming up, Tame and Paula. Going to be. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I've seen them. Um, guys, Bjork. Mm-hmm. What about her? I love her. Oh, Bjork, cool. uh, the personal l- friend? Personal friend of Neil's. They rubbed butts. Butter. They rubbed butts once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to reissue all nine albums of hers on multicolored cassettes. Wow. And a collection that I'm calling Fuck You Collectors. <laughs> <laughs> but. For the, the fucking Bjork fan that owns a 30-year-old pickup with a tape deck in it, yeah. it is heaven. Yeah. I, uh, my new pickup truck doesn't have a tape deck. Oh, I'm sorry. But it's got a CD player. You're going to become the like, new Mike Kroll. It was like, it, it's even less convenient because <laughs> you can't get that like adapter that's a tape that you can plug yeah, your yeah. phone into. <laughs> like, yeah, I got it. I can't, I can't do the Bluetooth. Can, would you have an input? Though? I have I have a I have a line in input yeah line in yeah that it, it takes up the only jack on the iPhone so I can't charge the phone yeah. while I'm playing it so mm-hmm. my phone dies while I'm fucking driving around but uh, but we're uh, gonna have a good you're gonna get yeah. a new stereo right yeah yeah for my birthday last week my mom got me a car stereo no that's like the coolest gift you could have gotten when I was seventeen. Yeah, well, I'm 42, so... Yeah, that's like 317s. It's like 221s. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a way of... You're like twins. Yeah. It's, it's a way to justify ordering doubles. <laughs> guys, I'm not sure if you know about this, but recently Mumford & Sons uh, um, covered... I can guarantee I don't know this. They covered Hurt from uh, Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> Mumford & Sons? Oh, my God! A bunch of people going, Johnny Cash! Yeah, I'm I'm almost positive they only know about it from the Johnny Cash club. No. You know, there's not much to that song, so it's kind of a I mean yeah, it's, it's a, a great song. Don't get me wrong, it's a great yeah. song. It's a fantastic song, but as a cover, it's kind of like uh row 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 it's, your boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy birthday. Yeah. The the other one that that Johnny Cash did is uh one. Is it's that's another song where it's like it doesn't require much, but it's a good song. One. The U two song, yeah. Well, yeah, he just yeah he put it into that Johnny Cash yeah. factory or you know Rick Rubin factory. Well, no, like just like the all right. Well, now it's just me and a guitar. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, but that was Rick Rubin. And, and Rick Rubin did all that. Speak. Yeah, speak sing. You could have Soda it all. Voce, as they called it. Do they? It's call good. It that? Those all those American. Yeah. The Man in Black, American, the American series, right? Yeah, what do they call him. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. Ruben, wasn't that Rick Rubin's record label? Yeah, that was his. Def, yeah, yeah, he he's the one that did all that stuff. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but um, there was a deleted scene from the movie Vice. It was a it was a musical scene um, uh, where Brittany Howard from Alabama Shakes uh, starts oh, to that. sing in a scene where there's a conversation between uh, uh, Dick, Cheney. Dick Cheney and Rumsfeld. Really? Yeah. Cheney, the thing you have to realize about D.C. is that every lunch, every memo, every handshake can be a win or a loss. You have to look at this town like a a big chessboard. So you want to climb that ladder? 
So she gets up in a cafeteria in D.C. served upon a platter, hear only yes and never no. And I always have the final say so. Every move, no matter how big or how small, can determine who wins the game. Right, and um, what, uh, what game, game are we talking about? Uh, so yeah, that's a, that was a deleted scene that uh, they just put up. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, it was really neat. It's like it's very it's very Adam McKay of like it's like what's a flashy way of getting information across? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like the end credits of the other guys. Or I just watched that. That's been on Showtime this week. Yeah, yeah. It's, I I, like, I forgot how great and like pointed that movie is for being <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, Will yeah. Ferrell dumb comedy. Uh, frankly, I liked Steve Coogan. That. Uh, ending that that whole uh, animated ending more than I liked the movie he made about it the yeah. next time like yeah it, oh, it was then the more uh, the, than um, uh, 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 Big Short the Big, Big Short, Short. Yeah. like it was a, it was kind of the same same story yeah. but it was just like that was so much more concise and, and the, yeah the Big Short was like just a bunch of candy coated you know supplements of like listen this is how your fucking economy is running and this is why everyone's fucked up and this is why the government's fucked up look here and then they did it by like putting like supermodels and hot tubs and shit yeah and what the the thing i kind of hated about that that movie was it was like the heroes of the movie were the the people that like took advantage of the system to make a bunch of money and then felt bad about it at the end and i was like what that that like nobody changed like it's it's the story of a guy who profited off something and yeah then was a little bummed out about it, but then went off to spend the billion dollars that he made. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure yeah, he's exactly. got like a, a half dozen weird penis enlargement surgeries. Under oh, his yeah. Did you, did you hear about the billionaire who died while having penis yeah. enlargement surgery? What? That's, that's, Is I that guess, real? Yeah. yeah. This sounds like a setup to a joke. No, no. It was like a guy who was like... Uh, was I like did write a punchline to it. African oil or like diamond? I don't. I don't know. It was. It, it was, was like some like just super cliche like exploitive yeah. third world like billionaire asshole who was having a penis enlargement surgery in France and he fucking died. Fuck. Which That's lets you know, fuck that a guy. billion <laughs> a, a billion dollars is not enough to get people to just switch it to uh, penis shrinking surgery like it would be so (laughs) if you really had a billion dollars you leave a hundred million of that to the person that's responsible for (laughs) making it relations yeah if anything bad should happen say that it was penis reduction (laughs) if anything was if anything bad should happen just please start a massive campaign about how it's the motion in the ocean (laughs) i want billboards (laughs) 
Hello, I'm calling you from the Motion in the Ocean campaign. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, 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 hi. Thanks for donating to Beto O'Rourke. Would you like to also hear about... Uh, <laughs> Oh. All right, that is it for your music news. Jonah, I hate to break it to you, but uh, it I is time to wrap up. I, it is, so that. Oh might be, boy! But uh, that uh, <laughs> was pretty good. Uh, some good music news. Neil made it topical right there at the end. Sure did. Damn, way to uh, really just call out what was exactly happening, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting into stating the obvious. Oh, good, 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 good. You're That's being what we in need. The moment. Yep. Yeah. Construct drama for a living. Okay. Well, this is it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate it. We are doing our live show at uh, at the Grill Mall, Mall in Alhambra in the Los Angeles area. We're going to have um, Eric Powell, the creator of the Goon comic book. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have Brendan Small from Metalocalypse. Uh, we're gonna there. We're gonna be eating burgers, drinking beers, um, talking shit. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna set up some uh, fun games. We're gonna do Metallic Karaoke that's again. Fun. That's fun. And that was a lot of fun last time. I really hope some more like Latino Hesher kids showed up. <laughs> yeah, uh, like just they did last time and just fucking headbanged. I loved seeing like there's like one kid didn't want to sing and his, so his friend started singing. And his friend started headbanging so hard that he joined in. <laughs> God damn! What a fucking Beautiful, beautiful time that was. Seven thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteenth. And if you're listening to this and you're in the area, just come by so that we don't look stupid. Yeah, I mean, like, we'll look stupid. Well, I mean, like, we will look stupid if we're there and there's not like people there. It's going to be pretty lonely. Grilla Mall is at 19 East Main Street, Alhambra, 91801 in California. It's right next to a movie theater, so come see us. Go see a movie. I go see. Uh, yeah. I saw just. I saw Greta. That's a. That was a fun one. And yeah. I saw Captain uh, Marvel, which I really enjoyed. I. Uh, uh, I mean, I felt. I felt like. Um, like I might have been, you know, attacked a little bit as a man. Oh uh, no! Because of Captain Marvel. Because of Captain v- Vagina. I just. I don't understand why she couldn't have been uh, male and somehow more white. Oh, they, uh, that's the, 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 see, they're doing it this time. Is uh, they got a Captain Marvel with the lady, and then they're putting out the Zach Levi thing, Shazam, Shazam. which is Shazam. actually Captain Marvel. So yeah. they got like your dude one, so you can go be a dude with mm-hmm. Zach Levi. Well, there you go. Uh, all right, well, that's it for the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you like the bands you heard, go and check them out. Do your thing. Do what you need to do. Uh, yeah. We are now adrift in the sea between. Networks and it feels so good. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, yeah. I peed in here. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's why it's what? warm. We're adrift, so I peed to keep us warm. Uh, I wish you hadn't. Mm. All right, well, that's Jonah Radio. Today is going to be the day that they throw it on back to you, Jonah Radio. I'm Liam Gallagher. Till then, sit down, Ray Ray. Sit down, Cache. Shut the fuck up, Mahoney, as you were. He didn't even start an accent until like the end.
Hey, all right. Sorry, we said goodbye, but I forgot to say that was a new one from uh, the new Nick Waterhouse album. Um, uh, that was Song for Winners. Uh, I got to see uh, Nick Waterhouse play at a Sizzler for Randy Litke's birthday. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Uh, anyway, I was on a flight recently to go do a Summer Cannibals music video, and I made a beat well, uh, so to not talk to Dave Lyons, who is uh, <laughs> jabber-jawing next to me. Enjoy that. Good morning, class. Good morning, Ms. Banks. Can anyone tell me which holiday is coming up? This major holiday celebrates giving and artistic expression. Max, Max, Max Fun Drive. Drive! That's right, kids. It's Max Fun Drive. And when do we celebrate? Ooh, March 18th through March 29th. Very good, Billy. Now, who can tell us the story of Max Fun Drive? I know. Me, me, me. <laughs> All right, Trisha. Once a year, the Pod Fairy comes to town and hands out cool enamel pins of your favorite podcast. Oh, they're so effing cool. Whoa, yes, yes, Trish. But there's more to the Max Fun Drive holiday than cool pins. Max Fun Drive is the time of year when all around the world, people put aside their differences and focus on the spirit of family, friends, community, and podcasts. Oh, okay, class. Don't forget to listen to your favorite podcast from March 18th to 29th. I'll expect full pod reports when you're back. <sighs> I have got to ask someone why these classes are only 45 seconds long. Hi, it's me, Paula Poundstone. And it's me, Adam Felber. We have a podcast called Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. It's a comedy podcast where we bring on experts to teach us stuff we need to know. And by the way, the guy who came to tell us what to do when you encounter a bear never showed up. Anyway, it's fun. You are guaranteed laughs in every episode. You can't really guarantee laughs. What if somebody doesn't laugh? We'll get sued. 
Join us for our next episode where we have an expert in consumer law explain to us how to defend ourselves against one humorless litigious shut-in with enough time on their hands to sue us over our unfulfilled claim of guaranteed laughs in every episode here at MaximumFun.org. The Cat of the Week is Mabel from Green Bank, West Virginia.